Hi, this is Pat Bruff from Fink and Paris Insurance Agency. Welcome to our podcast, Local and Mighty, the podcast about Massachusetts personal and commercial insurance mixed in with a little bit of fun. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Fink and Paris podcast, Local and Mighty. I'm Pat Bruff, your host, and this episode's guest is our claims coordinator, who is part of our marketing team, Tanya Castigan. Hi. Hey, Tanya, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So... Tanya, this isn't the first time you've uh, done a podcast. So you're actually, I think you're the first person that is a two-time yes. guest. I love that. I do so too. Much. I do too. Tanya, back in 2019, when we started the podcast, mm-hmm. she came on and we, you were an account manager at the time. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, Detective Andrew Bollier from the East Hampton Police Department who came in and we talked about uh, the rules of the road as far as back to school driving. Mm-hmm. And I got to meet Gino, the canine. You, you did get to meet Gino. That was a good time. Yeah. Um, so a lot has changed since that podcast back in 2019. So why don't you fill us in? Tell us uh, what's new. And uh, you're not an account manager anymore. So let's, let's no. hear what's up. So like, I'm now the claims coordinator for the agency. And, you know, my insurance journey started back in 04. I joined Fink and Paris team 2018. Um, and then in 2022, shifted from the uh, account manager role to claims. And I love working here. It's such a good agency, the way it cares for its clients and the community. And it's yep. just some a place that I'm really proud to work. It is a pretty good place to yeah. work. I agree. Totally. I agree. Um, so do you want me to chat about my role? Yeah, well, like, tell me some of the things that you like to do uh, besides uh, work here at Fink and Paris. Oh, aside <laughs> from here. I know you do a lot of volunteering. So let's do talk. Do a lot of volunteering, yeah. for sure. So I love um, Link to Libraries, which Fink and Paris ha- happened to be connected to. When I got hired, I had already been volunteering. So it was actually a good, good That's great. fit. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, then I like to do a lot of volunteering for nature organizations, including yep. Mass Audubon. Uh, went to Boston and testified on Beacon Hill. Nice. It was just something I like to boast about because nice. I'm very introverted. So for me yeah. to get in front of them was was a big deal. That is a big deal. That's a great that's a great thing. So claims coordinator. So this is a, a new role that you started. Uh, has it been two years? Almost. Almost two years. Yeah, somewhere around a year and a half. Yeah. And so tell me, tell everyone what a claims coordinator, like it gives kind of a what's what of this yeah. role. So um, a claims coordinator is different than like a claims adjuster at the company level as the agency claims coordinator. Um, I advocate for clients um, during the claim. I'm a liaison of sorts between the company and the clients. Um, and then I do a lot of the legwork as much as I can to take that off the client's plates during an overwhelming process um right you know and just making sure we get replies from adjusters that we're waiting on and things of that nature and then you know i like to throw in some personal touches too like if a if a client's having an especially difficult claim like i like to send out little cards or notes yeah yeah Yeah. well and i always say so a lot of times with the the major claims like fires or if there's a a major situation i usually go out to those and and greet the, the customer and as i i often tell them you know, I'm here to hold your hand and kind of mm-hmm. help you with this process. There's been more than a few times where I then get you on speakerphone right yeah. there at the site and kind of go through the what's what uh, yeah. to help folks. And and again, you know, during a during a claim, 
you know, you need somebody that's on your side or you need to feel like somebody's on your side. Especially and, and in those first, you know, first those hours. First, yeah, that sure. first day. I tell everyone, uh, every claim that I've been out to, fire in particular, or water damage, everything I, t- you know, Tanya and I tell you in the mm-hmm. next, uh, you know, two hours of this terrible time period. You might forget. You were f- going to forget. Yeah. This is, none of this is going to make any sense. But uh, you have, we have you. Uh, mm-hmm. To then reach out to them the next day to yeah. really kind of pick up the pieces, check and run in with, with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we and we pride ourselves on that. We, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, other places, or even the the big national places, like you're just calling a number somewhere, and they're they're helpful enough. And and even after hours, you're calling our carriers, and they're helpful enough. But when you have somebody that's here locally and can yeah. you, you know see you and come out to your site, then it's a good. It's a good thing. So yeah, for sure. And we've had a claims uh, coordinator for year. I mean, we've had this. This is has always been an important position, and so we've had this uh, position in the agency for years and years and years. Yeah. So we, we I continue love being in the role for sure. Well, that's great. So we're not here to talk entirely about claims. Uh, not not today, anyway. But this episode is about side gigs that have grown in popularity since COVID, and actually, really before COVID. But yeah. I mean, I mean, definitely things were out there before COVID, but COVID gave a lot of these things a, a boost. Yeah. And that is using your car for everything from driving folks around to and from wherever they want to go to delivering McDonald's to my kids at midnight. Yes, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The, the <laughs> old uh, 12, 30, 1 o'clock. Why is there somebody at the door? Oh, I'm just getting uh, McDonald's, Dad. No big deal. Uh, so we're going to talk about your personal auto policy and how it works when your car, when you're using your car for things like DoorDash, Uber, or Instacart, or it turns out you found like a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, there are a lot. And there there are some that are not even on this list. But in this area, what seems to be popular, DoorDash, Lyft, Instacart, Uber, Grubhub, but then even uh, Amazon, UPS, USPS, and FedEx allow you to use your own vehicles. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. I have definitely had uh, an Amazon deliver it like 530 in the morning from a car that was like random. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of bizarre. So uh, one of the things we want to make sure is uh, make sure that people understand what what's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what's happening with your insurance policy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because the last thing somebody wants to find out is, oh, that's not covered. Right. And they may not even think they have to let us know. It might not uh, even occur to them. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So what do, all right, so let's, let's jump into it then. So yeah. let, what do insurance carriers here in Massachusetts, what are generally, what's generally happening as far as Massachusetts and your auto policy that you currently have? And what's the history uh, of what happens if you use your car for business? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'll touch upon the business use um, on the policy briefly and then kind of jump into the what we call TNC, which is transportation network companies. We'll refer to it in this podcast as like an app-based delivery. That's good. And the, and the interesting thing is, is I never heard that term TNC before, yeah. before we really started doing a little bit of digging here. Right, for sure. So yeah, first, like I said, people don't realize that that it might have anything to do with their insurance or that would have any effect on it. Um, But you definitely do uh, have to let us know if that's happening because it does affect your auto policy. Um, So if you're picking up side gigs, you know, like DoorDash, for example, um, 
you know, let us know, but we'll touch upon the business use. So for example, if you're a home health aide and you're using your vehicle to visit client homes or bring them to appointments, that is something that would fall under the class 30 business use rating on your policy. Um, when, When it comes to when you're a contractor for any of these app-based delivery uh, companies, that is something that the insurance companies are very particular about. Okay. It's a different risk. Right. You know, it, it right. involves a lot more. Right. And if, and again, you're, when you're, so the difference is like, like you said, you're a home, you work for somebody, right. you work for, you know, visiting uh, angels, visiting it, whatever that, that case is. So they have their insurance, mm-hmm. and but you're, you're using your car, right? Right, and so you should let like you should let us know, right? And we'll change it to class thirty business use. An even better or an easier example that people often you know don't realize is like delivering food, like yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll let you keep going, yeah, <laughs> and, and delivering. Food. I don't want to get us off track. Yeah, we won't get off track. Um, okay, so basically, um. What happens is when you're driving for these app-based delivery services, there are nuances in the policy. So, um, you know, there are coverages that your, okay, so your insurance company will cover you when you're not even on the app. As soon as you open that app, things change. Okay. So it will depend on whether or not your insurance carrier offers an endorsement. And right now we only have two companies that we have out of our nine plus carriers. Safety and Montfrey are the two carriers that offer the TNC endorsement. Okay. And it will give some coverage while you have the app open waiting for a job. So you haven't accepted it. You just simply have it open and waiting to accept a a job. So, um, if your insurance company that you have is not mob for your safety and you don't have that endorsement um, on on your policy, then the app-based delivery services offer some coverage for that period. Um, and then once you accept a job, yep. you, that endorsement shuts off and now the coverage hops over to that app-based delivery coverage that they provide. Okay, so... Um- so the different there's so there's a big difference and I think we're going to clear it up a little bit here in a minute but I just wanted to make sure we're you know we're on the same page so yeah the difference between this meaning using Uber, driving for Uber or Lyft or whatever it may be mm-hmm. and driving for say Village Pizza delivering right. pizzas is is two different things exactly so you would be an employee of Village Pizza. Okay. Great pizza, by the way. Exactly. (laughs) I know. They're so good. Yes. Um, So you'd be their employee and you would be using your car and some carriers are okay with you doing that on your personal policy. Again, they might request that business use to be on your policy. Right. Which most people, well, I shouldn't say most people, we're in the insurance business, so we know what it is. Right. And so that class 30 adds you know, add some coverage for you using using the vehicle. Yeah, it just lets, it lets the insurance company know that, okay, you know, in addition to me using my vehicle for personal reasons, I do use it for my employment. Okay, okay. All right, so, uh, it, it, and then it really comes down to making sure that, that we're, are, we're aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every application that people, and actually I'm going to back up for like yeah. a second here. So there's 
there's you as the person driving your car Mm -hmm. that has to have some type of insurance for using your car for business. And then there's the the business owner that's having people use their vehicle. This is this is more on the commercial side and not necessarily the reason you maybe have jumped in to listen to this. But if you're an employer, so Village Pizza hires a couple of drivers to make deliveries of their products and those cars are out driving around delivering the food and if they're in an accident you know typically what will happen as i say this all the time they're going to say what were you doing like how how'd you got you know what where were you if it's a bad accident or or you the other person gets a lawyer which you know usually happens or even the, the other carrier is like hey what was this person doing they're going to find out that you were delivering for village pizza and so in a lawyer's eyes, no offense, lawyers, <laughs> but uh, there's what you have for your personal auto coverage and your limits. And then there's a business. Oh, this is a business. They must have way more insurance and way more money. So mm-hmm. this is who we're going to sue as well, because they were working as an agent for you. Right. So that's called non. So the 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 the, um, the business should always carry what's called non-owned and hired coverage. This is basically coverage for them from a liability standpoint. This isn't going to cover your damage to your car or whatever mm-hmm. you did, but it's from a liability standpoint, going to protect like the business owner. Yeah. Yeah. So if if you are one of those folks that are hiring people to, to deliver food for mm-hmm. you, then you should definitely talk to your insurance agent and let them know that you're doing that. So just, yeah. I wanted to throw that in there. And again, every... Every application now, it, uh, for when you come in for a personal auto policy, they ask the question, mm-hmm. you know, what are you doing? Are you doing any of these type of things? Yeah. And for sure, we try to do that when we write a policy or if someone's getting a new vehicle. But I mean, life changes. And, right. you know, maybe you weren't doing that when we asked, but right. now maybe you are, maybe your kid is. We need to know about that because... If we don't know if something happens, that uh, your insurance company can deny the claim. Right, right. And that's the worst possible worst. scenario that you want to have. Exactly. Um, so should so let's say I call you and then, so how many, what's the difference? I mean, I think you've already mentioned there's only two carriers realistically yeah. that, that have the coverage, that offer the coverage. Right. And when we say offer the coverage, we mean, so there was class 30, which yeah. again means you're just dry, you're, you're. You're driving for a company that, that you're hired, you're hired by. by. And then there's, I work for myself and I do right. all of these other things. Yes. All right. So, so people need to just be very aware that even one of the other things I think you, you found when you're looking is that even mm-hmm. if you're just using the app, that could right. be an issue. You're not taking a ride, but you have it on and you're waiting. So what's yeah. the, what's the situation there? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So um, obviously, if you don't have this endorsement or if your carrier does not offer it and we don't know that you're doing that, as soon as you turn that app on, your insurance basically shuts off. Okay. Yeah. It's as serious as that. It's not good. Yeah. (laughs) And so um, so turning the app on, uh, you know, then that's where you're going to have an issue. Uh, If your personal uh insurance policy is not on then that's not a good thing <laughs> right and these app-based delivery services they do offer coverage when you're in that standby period yeah i would suggest that anyone that is even considering doing any of these app-based delivery services that they 
research because if you go on because this is what i did i went on to all of these company sites just to kind of get a sense of their insurance i would suggest doing the same okay um researching like let's say you're going to choose to deliver for doordash go on their website and look at what their coverages are because yeah yeah so i i think a lot of people just assume that they assume that uber tells them that they have insurance coverage right yeah when but, when yeah exactly it, when sorry. yeah when and for what because when i was looking at these sites and they're not trying to just pick on uber because it's really all right of them. all of them they all have nuances in their coverage where they're offering lower limits than we might suggest here at the agency yeah um but it's it's going to force you to take those if if your policy shuts off you're going to have to rely on those lower coverages that they offer yeah and it doesn't always cover cover the physical damage for your own vehicle or okay. for injuries to everyone involved it might only cover for the other vehicle that you damage yeah yeah so you were telling me a, a story about a, a a real life claim scenario that we have and you can yeah. tell this story two different ways you can tell it I, i'll let you tell it from the uh the the insured is our the homeowner actually yes. and then you can tell the story as if like the driver was our insured it's not but right so what's this what's the story exactly yeah so currently on my desk we have a claim where uh we have a homeowner whose lawn was damaged pretty severely um by a vehicle that went off the road and the driver told the police that that they were delivering you know so it's in the police report and yep. when the insurance company found that out and they would find it out even yeah. if it wasn't even in, you know, in the police right. report. But, right. um, once they found out, they were like, oh, we, we weren't aware that he was a, de- a, a delivery driver. driver. Right. And so now it's been under review for probably about a month or so. Wow. Um, they're trying to decide, you know, are they going to pay the claim or not? Because right. they, you know, they didn't know about it. Right. And, and, Again, like you, you just said, like this is a, a national carrier, even those, yes. you know, big ones that say you get what you pay for. Yes, exactly. <laughs> how, how do they know? Um, again, it's back to you got to let us know. You, you got to let us yeah. know because now. So what happens? So what happens if that? So from the drivers, the guy who did the damage. Let's, yeah. What happens from that standpoint if he can't if the carrier decides pay. I'm not paying? Right. So. Um, so let's say, let's say this wasn't a house. Let's say, you know, it's a telephone pole or guardrail or something that belongs to the city. Um, the city could very well sue this driver to pay out of pocket. Right. Our homeowner has the option to go through their homeowners, but they're going to have a thousand dollar deductible. And now this leaves a mark on their claims record. So, and carriers, as we talked about in the last, uh, podcast, if there's a claim on your, whether it was Mm -hmm. your issue or not, it's a mark and it 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 could be an issue. Yes, definitely. Uh, What come renewal time it is anyway, could be an increase in premium. Right. All of those things. So. So it's again, it's it's just very important, and and so to kind of recap, you know, the most important thing is to to let us know, uh, you know, every everyone, um, I mean, things happen. Like you said, things happen, things yeah. change. I don't, you know, you decide one day, hey, I'm going to do Instacart. You know what? I can go. Yeah, I'm going to the store anyway. Maybe I'll just pick up these things, and I'll, you know, mm-hmm. be able to pay for half my purchases that day and so i'm going to do it but it's really it's really important that you let us know and 
I, I I half joked with you as we were talking mm-hmm. about this. I think there are a lot of kids. I know at least one or two kids mm-hmm. that are doing this with the car that's that's from their parents. Yeah, it's their parents' cars, and the kid the parents may not even know. I know. So if you are a parent, or if you're yeah. letting somebody borrow your car on a regular basis, and they're like, "Hey, I need to borrow your car because I'm I'm doing this," you know, hopefully they're telling you first of all. Mm-hmm. But it is very important that they they don't just you know you're not just doing it and you think, "Oh, what's the big deal? No, nothing mm-hmm. bad's going to happen." Because right. chances are that something is the day that something bad's going to happen. Right? Exactly. So, uh, let's kind of do a, a quick kind of recap of some of the things we talked about. So, if you're doing any of these TNC or what was the app-based services, mm-hmm. if you are the driver, you need to, what's the first thing you should kind of take a look at? Yeah. So, obviously, you know, take a look at those sites for these app-based delivery to get a sense of what they offer for insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know that you're doing it. Right. We can either... Add the endorsement if your carrier offers it, or we can find a commercial auto policy. Okay. Commercial mm-hmm. auto policy policy is a totally different animal, yeah. especially if you're doing this like consistently. Right. If you're doing this Monday through Friday from nine to five or 10 to two or whatever the, whatever it is, yeah. you, it's a different type of policy. Well, and I do want to throw in too, like even these TNC endorsements that Safety and Moffer do offer, mm-hmm. very specific criteria. Okay. So, right. yeah, so and that's something. Yeah, and there's additional charges for those. So, you yeah. have to figure out, you know, am I going to make enough money right. to pay for this endorsement to make sure I have the coverage that I need when I need it if right. there's a problem? Yes. Uh, you should also check what what is offered by the rideshare or the yeah. the TNC by the company. app-based company. Yeah. You should always take it at the very least. Yeah. And I did see they offer additional coverages, but you know, you you'd have to research. Yeah, and you yeah. should let us know. You exactly. should let us know. And then so what happens if you're involved in an accident? So again, just like any other accident, you you're going to let us know right away and it's yeah. it's important to be truthful as to what happened during the accident Yeah, cuz someone's going to find out. There's yes, going to be a lot of questions. Will. Yeah, for sure. And it it just it depends. I mean, the claim might have to go through the TNC company's policy, but with the holes that I've seen in what their policies offer, you know, you might be trying to come to your own policy for coverage. And, you know, if you don't have the proper endorsement on the policy, then, or if you don't have a commercial auto policy, there may likely not be covered. Yeesh. Yeah. We do not want that. No. Nope. We do not want that at <laughs> all. Not. So that's, that's kind of the wrap of that whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. you, you just got to be careful when you're doing anything. And I know we're just talking about autos. Mm-hmm. Um and, and using the cars for, for these kind of delivery services. There are a ton, you know, somebody yeah. mentioned to me a different one. And, and I know you kind of researched kind of what's being used around here, but there. Yeah. The, the long story short is if you're using your vehicle for anything other than your normal everyday life, if mm-hmm. you are collecting a fee of yes. any type. Exactly. For, for using your vehicle, mm-hmm. your insurance agent should know. Exactly. Or you should be well aware that if there's an accident, there there could this could be coming out of your pocket right. versus your insurance policy. Exactly. Because there's nothing worse than calling us up and saying, you know, there's nothing worse for us than to have to tell you, 
we're sorry. You, right. you just don't have coverage. You, we didn't know you were doing this. You didn't tell us you were doing this. And we would have told you this. Right. Hopefully you're listening now. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> you're listening. Yes, but definitely. yeah, and it's not uncommon to like see claims now that are 25,000 plus. And right. if that's coming out of your pocket. And no one wants to do that. Right. No one wants to do this. So that's it, I think. I think yeah. we covered it all. I think I that's think a wrap. So. And uh, I hope we made this uh, fun and informative. And please take the minute to subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you think would be would benefit from listening. And remember, if you're looking for insurance here in Massachusetts for your home, auto, or any commercial operation, we can find you can find us at insuringyourway.com. Of course, on any of our social media platforms as well, like Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, etc., etc., etc. I think we're sticking with those for now, but. But thank you again for listening to the Fink and Paris podcast, Local and Mighty. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.